Welcome to the Well Podcast, where we hope to apply faith to life. We are four brothers and pastors. I am Sam. I'm John Huang. John Yun. David Moon. And we are here to have a conversation we hope will be engaging, encouraging, and equipping for our church. This episode is quite a saucy one, isn't it, brothers? Indeed. We've been nervous about it for a whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, before we head into our topic, a couple of just want to touch base, just see how everybody's doing with with life and ministry. And so anyone want to share just how life has been, how ministry has been so far? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I think I'm making more and more personal connections with people in our congregation. Uh, COVID, in my case, um, was the start of my ministry. So now I actually feel like a pastor getting to know people. Um, yeah, so it's been really good for me in that sense. John, it's been two years now that your two-year anniversary is here. It just passed. Wow, yeah. Mm. Yes, I started uh, July 2nd of 2019, so before COVID. Uh, but it was, yeah, it's uh, sort of been two years. Is Virginia life okay? Yeah, I mean, Nova is is it's good uh it's comfortable yeah. uh maybe too comfortable uh, <laughs> that's completely right. different from my life in philadelphia where every day felt like a battle uh so but here it's like you know everyone drives so slow and you know there's <laughs> like people wait like three seconds before they you know or the you know red light after yeah, the red light yeah, turns to yeah. green i'm like what are you doing um yeah so if you see an angry person it's probably me um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, on a more serious note, though, uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, being in Nova for a couple years and serving in KCPC has been, yeah, just been really great. Serve, being able to serve with a lot of great pastors here, too, but also um, having great students that I can invest into all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. Life has been great, uh, mm. even despite the whole COVID uh, fiasco. Uh, life has been good. Mm. Congrats on your second anniversary. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> John, how, how are you? You're here, you're fourth your fourth year. Yeah. Just starting my fourth year. Yeah. So it's I, I echo a lot with what John said too. Coming from Boston to here, it was kind of a culture shock in terms of like the driving. It's just everyone I thought everybody couldn't drive here, mm. but it actually was me. I'm the problem. Because everybody here follows the law. I just don't. And so it took me like maybe like two, three years for me to like, okay, all right, I gotta, I gotta like pause for three seconds before I, I move forward here. But yeah, on Monday, uh, my family and I got to see fireworks for July 4th. But Monday was July 5th, but we couldn't see it on, on July 4th. But we found a place to see some fireworks. Girls loved it. Calvin's too young to realize what it is. But he didn't cry? He didn't cry, no. Oh. He didn't cry. He, was, he didn't care. But my girls were like, this is so beautiful, um, this is so epic, all those things. And so, yeah, we had a really good time. Love Virginia. Virginia's great. Certainly very comfortable, but love working with the pastors here. And, yeah, not just saying this, but the congregation has been very life-giving for us, too. Pastor Sam, how about you? How have you been doing? Yeah, no, I've been really good. And you know, for me, KCPC, I came here as a single person, and then I got <laughs> ordained, and then married, and then now I have a family here. So... I love KCPC. I love this place and uh, just the support, the people I meet here, they'll be forever. Uh, I, I carry them wherever I go, I know for sure, even after uh, post, uh, post 
uh, KSPC. I'm not leaving. I'm just, I don't know why I'm talking about this. But, uh, you sound sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I'm getting very sentimental right now. But um, no, I, I dearly love the brothers and sisters that I uh, encounter and that I can uh, partner with. And yeah, I, I just really love this place. And so it's been really great. Uh, really one fun question someone asked was, uh, uh, how do you guys record? What do you guys do? Where do you guys go? And like, you guys must have some like high tech equipment. And the reality is, is, uh, I wish we could take a picture of this, but we just use our phones. Our phones are literally in front of us, our, you know, our, our cell phones. And we just speak right into it. And, uh, we just go to uh, a room, right? Uh, an empty room at church and just record there. The room we're in right now is a little bit warm. And so... You know what? It is warm. I'm going to take off my jacket. You're <laughs> yeah. uh, using a state-of-the-art, in my case, iPhone 7. <laughs> hey, we're in the future. Yeah, seriously. We're in the future. Even like, what, five, year, five ten years ago? Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to do this. That's right. Huh? Uh, if it wasn't for COVID, I would never do this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you uh, have any desire to help or to uh, <laughs> contribute to the equipment that we need, and if you hear these things, if you hear our podcast and you're like, wow, that the audio is so bad. Well, we need help. <laughs> we need help, yeah. We are just pastors. We don't know how to do these things, and we're just figuring things out. And so if you have a heart to serve, a desire to contribute, please feel free to reach out at podcast at kcpc.org. And by the way, that's an epic principle for serving at church. If you're the person to discover a problem, that means God is giving you a set of eyes Ooh. that other people don't have. And usually that's how I say uh, the person who sees a problem, uh, that'd be great if that person jumped in. And so if you are currently seeing problems with this right now, uh, please talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we are now going to talk about the matter at hand and the uh, topic and I want to first introduce what uh, the topic is, and then Pastor David will lead us in prayer as we talk about uh, the, uh, the topic of marijuana. On April 7th, 2021, Virginia became the first state in the South to begin the process of legalizing adult use cannabis. These changes begin on July 1st, 2021, with the creation of a new state authority to regulate the industry and with the legalization of simple possession and home cultivation for adults 21 years and over. So we're here to talk about the relationship between faith and cannabis. Uh, what does it mean for us to be Christians and how does a biblical worldview help us to understand the use of marijuana? And so, Pastor David, please pray for us as we begin our conversation. Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father, I pray that you would guide uh, the lips and hearts and minds uh, of us four brothers as we prepare this conversation, uh, not just in a way that edifies uh, the, uh, the believers in our church, uh, but Father, ultimately, we uh, hope that our words remain in your heart uh, with a sincere desire to honor you and to love you uh, and to draw closer to you. Um, that is the purpose of our podcast and our conversation today. Uh, forgive us if there is any way that we missed the mark of uh, your perfect intentions uh, behind cultural issues and flows like this, behind alcohol use or any kind of substance uh, use. Uh, Father, as we uh, bring together um, what we know about Scripture and uh, little portions of society, uh, Father, I pray that you would use our, our, our knowledge to glorify you, Father. Um, if there's any people in our congregation struggling with these issues, uh, trying to seek and discern what they should do in practical response, uh, Lord, give them a heart of discernment through the Holy Spirit. Uh, help them walk with Him and, and in doing so, understand how to live this world. Uh, Father, we thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Before we start the conversation as well, one thing we do want to uh, disclaim 
and to share is that none of us here are experts at cannabis and marijuana, <laughs> nor are any of us have been a user of it. And so we enter into this conversation not knowing all things that there is to marijuana, but we certainly have an obligation and a, a desire to really apply biblical worldview, uh, to apply a biblical worldview and to understand uh, such things. And I think, uh, as we spoke about last week, uh, there is uh, clarity of scripture to give us guidance and principles to understand and navigate topics such as these. And so I uh, do want to first address that. We are not experts at this. We do not know everything. We do not know the science behind it. We are not botanists, or I, I don't know what the <laughs> realm would be. But uh, we do approach this with a certain sense of humility. <laughs> yeah, a, a humility and entering into this conversation with uh, knowing that there might be somebody who might know more. And we are we are here to hear you, listen to you. And uh, we, we ask we also ask also as well as we apply biblical, the biblical worldview to hear this with humility, too. And so that's just uh, one way to start. But one of the first questions that we want to first address, does the Bible talk about drugs? What does scripture say about drugs? So in uh, Genesis uh, chapter 1, God gives uh, the world to be enjoyed uh, by his creation. And uh, even after the fall, um, after Adam and Eve sinned, we see God giving use of the world, all of his plants and animal life, uh, for the descendants of Noah, uh, for a new humanity to enjoy for their purposes. Um, And we see here a very basic permission of using and and utilizing the world um, for humanity's purposes. And I think the fundamental um, uh, differentiation that we make between, you know, abuse of the world versus use of the world is uh, is, uh, what we call a teleological one, a directional one. So in one case, like, do we use the world for our own fallen purposes, then the use of anything good even uh, leads to downfall. But in the case of Um, using it for the glory of God, anything in God's hand uh, can be used for his glory. And so we see uh, not a material-based approach to the world, but we see a direction-based approach to the world. Uh, What you use it for determines the validity and the purpose um, and and the usefulness of it in God's world. I think one thing comes to my mind is the uh, before and after the fall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That after the fall or before the fall, everything is good. Everything is good that God has created. And it's not only pleasing to the eye, but it's also good for the body. Um, but there's another third category. Not only is it good for the eyes, it's beautiful. It's not only good for the body because it's nutritious or beneficial in that way, but none of these things that are good were detached from the giver of these perfect <laughs> gifts. As it says in James chapter 1, verses 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, uh, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. And so, just can you just imagine that? Every good and perfect gift, and yet there was another category where it's just like, yes, this comes from God. This comes from God. Now, after the fall, our ability to see what is good and what is evil is completely, no, well, I mean, it's warped, certainly warped uh, drastically. But in that other third category, even the areas that are good, we can see it detached from God. And so now our purpose is just that, literally. It's for our purpose. And so, mm-hmm. you know, in Genesis 1, you see God saying, you know, 
God saw, God saw, God saw, and it was good, it was good, it was good, it was good. After the fall, um, we begin to see that human beings saw. It's all about what we see. And you see uh, in Genesis chapter 6, for example, uh, that all that the people were doing was wicked in the sight of God, for example. And so I think uh, that's a good thing to remember uh, as we are thinking about weed, cannabis, uh, because when we think about these things, I know we would like to make this issue kind of docile in some, some respects, some people, not everybody, um, but we don't come at this topic, even the pastors here, from a neutral standpoint. We all need Jesus, even in this podcast as we talk about it. Hmm. I like what, John, you shared about uh, uh, pre-fall and post-fall and something for us to think about and for something that I'm considering and trying to chew over and process. Before the fall, Adam clearly had the ability to have dominion over the creation. He was called and commanded to have dominion over all things. Post-fall now, uh, that, that ability and you know, sin is one, the one who has dominion over, over man and, and humans, although we, we were called to have dominion over such things. And so I guess when we talk about drugs as well, when we look at just the ways that, not just drugs, but any substance, any even f- something simple as food, how it has dominion over us, even like phones is, is a great example. These things have dominion over us. And so as we approach this too, as I think about, and, and the human heart uh, is, is deceitful above all things, it's sick and it's uh, broken. And so when we talk about uh, drugs, when we think about any substance, anything that's good, and what, what Pastor what you shared as well, it's the human heart that, is, uh, that we need to address. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Time for a break. Uh, next week, we have our All-Stars and JG retreat. Uh, we are going to have, uh, our theme is Come Follow Me, and we will have a time where our youth from our middle school and high school can hear the word of God uh, here at our church. And we'll have all of our speakers here and uh, Pastor John Yoon will be leading our worship. And uh, we, all, we have an additional of Mike, Pastor Mike Koo and the recently ordained David Kim who will be sp- preaching for us for this coming retreat. So if you're a student listening to this, please, I hope uh, we will uh, look, uh, put on the description to sign up for you to sign up for this retreat. And for those who are listening, and if you can volunteer, we need volunteers for our youth. We need some people to pray for our youth. Please uh, use, uh, email us and we will uh, connect you as we uh, prepare for our retreat. Good break. Do you guys know this viewpoint of, uh, do, you, do you guys know Andy Crouch? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He has this uh, interesting quote um, that says, uh, eggs are good, but omelets are very good. Grapes are good, but wine is very good. <laughs> Culture is what we make of the world. Yeah. And so, uh, um, like, his viewpoint is that when a man takes things that God has created, uh, created from the world that was considered good, taking that into very good, quote-unquote, uh, he is creating culture from nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I could see how um, some Christians could take weed or any of these substances uh, in, in, in that approach mm-hmm. um, to think that, uh, yeah, uh, why not? You know, it's like it's yeah. from the nature and we're just making it into something very good. It's like uh, Bavink, um, he, he talks about 
uh, ethics and how we um, choose to act in this world. And his biggest distinction in his first book on reformed ethics is all about who the person is. And so, um, like, there's all these arguments for and against, you know, medical or recreational use or, you know, how we can use, you know, for example, guns well versus not well and abuse them. Uh, but Bobby's whole point is it's about who the person is. If you're converted, then you have an ethical standard, standard that comes from the Holy Spirit. Whatever comes into your hands will be used for good. Uh, but if you are not converted, then you will have a self-glorifying purpose in all the things that, that you touch. And so once again, I think, as Pastor Sam, in continuing that theme, is that the heart of the person who has access to whatever, uh, the direction of that is uh, what's going to be crucial. And I, I basically have a firm belief, and I don't know how yet, but the, I believe the restored image of God will know how to use cannabis well. Uh, that, I, that I have a firm assurance of. It's just that we haven't seen such a specimen after Jesus yet. Uh, so Jesus is the renewed Im image of God, um, and he would have known how to use cannabis in a way that glorifies God. It's just that, um, once again, our, our theology tells us that our hearts are so corrupted that uh, we have glimpses of how it might be, be beneficial, but we can't have the final answer, the, the, the nail in the coffin, as to how we can actually use it for good, I think. Mm. Uh, do we want to now talk about the difference between medicinal? Is that is that a good direction right now? Yeah, I think medicinal and recreational goes directly in line with what we've been talking about so far, is that there are ways to use substances in this world. And one can be recreational, one can be medicinal. It's just that um, that divide might not be as clear as uh, sin and not, and not sinful. Uh, but I think it is a way of distinguishing uh, uses and directions of cannabis that reflect the human heart, maybe. Mm -hmm. And so it might be a good connection. Yeah. yeah. Just to be clear then, are we outrightly saying that any use of marijuana is a sin? Or are there helpful categories for us to think through when it comes to the use of marijuana? Mm -hmm. So I think there is a helpful way to use it. Mm. Um, and I just want to be really, really careful because we haven't gotten to the point where this is as cultural as Tylenol. Tylenol is a synthetic material that we develop to alter some condition in our body. Uh, and so in that sense, like when we use it for uh, uh, human beings to flourish and thrive and to cure and to heal, um, and that has general usefulness in God's covenant theology. Um, I believe that um, uh, cannabis, when really constructed for the use of uh, medicinal purposes, it can and does have good positive effects uh, upon the body. And so I don't see sinfulness uh, coming from there as a default. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that video of the man with Parkinson's, wrestling with Parkinson's? And then he takes the cannabis and it and in a matter of minutes he yeah. begins to stabilize and you know mm. he's an image of god for us to uh, make add into scripture and say things that you know mar marijuana use in those ways are sinful how much more we're adding into this man's uh, I, I, at the heart of it that's moralism and legalism and so i think in those ways the medicinal aspect of marijuana i do find uh it, it is you know, in every way, if it's for the glory of the Lord and it's going to bring healing and or not healing, but comfort for uh, images of God, then without a doubt, I, I believe this is a uh, permissible way. Now, I think there's that other thing when we talk about prim uh, the medicinal use of marijuana, where you literally think of any kind of, uh, you know, you have a hangnail or you have your eyes are itchy. And so that's why you need marijuana. And that's really using 
abusing, if anything, the system in order to for your own for your own end and for your own purpose. But I think there are gen- people who are genuinely need who need it, and who really benefit from it. And I think I don't know if there and this is where my lack of science uh, knowledge comes out. But um, you know, if there's a way to separate the properties of marijuana from the chemicals that make someone, for example, stone or high. In those ways, I feel that yeah, those are great ways, and I don't think there's any uh, sin particularly. Yeah, there, I think there's there. tablets that take out the, uh, the the bad side effects of uh, oh. marijuana, and it only produces a calming effect. Right, right. Yeah, like some people behind the scenes have actually recommended when they looked at my twitching face, they were actually recommending uh, the use of that tablet, and so yeah, that's been happening. <laughs> Another thing with these medicinal purposes, whether it be cannabis or Tylenol or what have you. Um, It's interesting, like, when you read the scriptures, the scriptures definitely promote the use of medicinal or just medicine in general. Mm -hmm. However, it's never really detached from reliance upon God. And so there's always this faith element, there's always this prayer element, but it's just like, that's what I, ta- what I was talking about earlier, like even after the fall, we don't really know how to use even good things well. It's like a, a faith replacement pill. And so, for example, in James chapter 5, even James, the Lord's half-brother, says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone, um, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, there are some uh, discussions about what that oil is, and there are certain different uses of oil in the Bible. But in the original Greek, this oil is not used for religious purposes. This is actually medicinal. And so it's to say it's, it's not probably oil from cannabis, um, but you know, uh, just to prove you know the the point here. Just one more verse, and prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, uh, and so forth. And so it's this idea that, you know, all of the, again, all of these good things come from the Lord, and that we recognize that these things are from the Lord, but we don't even, you know, use Tylenol well. So it's not like a neutral kind of thing. Mm. I think the way that you said it, like, first was very helpful. It's like connecting uh, what we receive with the giver. Yeah, yeah. Connecting that. I think is what the Christian uh, should be doing in, in cases like this. Because there are also very harmful, like, like uh, what's it called? Um, the medications that people take after surgery that they give painkillers. Oh, Percocet. Yeah. Percocet, Percocet. Oxytocin, I think, fentanyl. These they're, are uh, highly, highly addictive. addictive. Highly addictive. And it's, you know, and, and that's very unfortunate because I've heard testimonies of people being, that is the way they get into drugs because of these these pain, these medicines. And I think there's a brother here in our in our in our ministry. He was so afraid after his surgery, he actually didn't take it, and so he mm-hmm. powered through the pain Oof. because he understood uh, and the danger and the fear of falling into drugs. And so he, I don't know how. He, I think he had a ACL surgery. I think, oh. and he did not use it, and he was in pain for like four months. I oh. think, from what I remember. I mean, avoidance of pain and discomfort is such a basic human instinct that there could be a serious. Uh, reliance upon things that help you avoid it and that brother like uh, like regardless of whether he should have used medicine or not I highly applaud him for being mindful of the psychological uh, and the spiritual yeah yeah that's awesome and I think one other aspect we might think of is uh, just drawing back is I think we've maybe quickly assumed 
that uh, general health and avoidance of pain is a good thing. Um, but at times, you know, you see a lot of scripture and redemptive history uh, advancing through suffering uh, of God's people. And so as a general principle, I'd say like human flourishing and health and advocating for health is a good thing. It's just that in terms of God's sovereignty, we don't know what sometimes pain is accomplishing even in our own lives, whether spiritual or mental or physical. And so uh, regardless of whether, like I think when we take medicine, it shouldn't be all about help me avoid pain, but also like uh, help me avoid pain. But if this doesn't glorify you, then even the pain, um, if, if we would be willing to put up with it. I know that's a high call. It's just that once again, connecting the giver and the gift. Um, it's not just uh, the positive gifts, but it's also the gifts that edify us and change us like suffering. And so only trying to avoid suffering uh, might not be the paradigm that we want to use to say this is helpful or good or bad. Yeah, so. I think a great, I, I recently watched the video from the um, uh, Strange Fire Conference, but it was uh, Joni Tada. She's the uh, paraple paraplegic. Mm -hmm. She shares a powerful testimony about just that, what you're talking about. And so if, if you want to take a listen to that, uh, mm -hmm. her understanding, uh, it's called A Deeper Healing. And I'll put it on the, wow. I'll put it on the description. Thank you for that. Wow. Yeah, but it's so powerful. I was in tears watching it. So it's like a delicate balance, right? Yeah. It's like, a, we're not saying pursue pain. Mm -hmm. We're not saying be irresponsible. Um, in fact, probably consulting with a medical professional is very, very wise, mm -hmm. and not un it's, it's not uh, unbiblical to do so. Um, I think Richard Baxter, the Reformed pastor of many, many moons ago, was saying, you know, as a as a human being, you know, Christ offers you holistic salvation, holistic. You're not just a soul. You're also a body. Uh, even the Apostle Paul teaches us, you know, the body is not all unuseful. You should care for it in, in, in ways. And so it's just, you know, I think it also depends upon temperament. Like, I think for my temperament, recently I've become more introspective. Like, am I so avoidant of pain? Am I so, like, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but like, I, I have chronic migraines. And so I can, I can kind of feel sometimes when migraines come, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'll just take a Tylenol mm -hmm. just because I want to avoid it uh, so I can power through the day, you know, something like that. But I don't know, you know, is, is, that, is that the best way? Uh, Pastor David, can you just give us a general uh, summary of what we talked about thus far when it comes to medicinal use? Of marijuana, sure. So um, I, I, we were talking about this because it felt like maybe we weren't giving uh, a clear um, a range of components to address uh, the medicinal use of marijuana. And so, just a few things that we found in our conversation is that number one, generally um, in God's world, uh, human flourishing and uh, being able to escape pain and suffering are good things. It's just that. Also in God's world, uh, we might disassociate uh, general health um, and, and prosperity and flourishing with the giver of these gifts. And so, if, uh, so in other words, prosperity without God is not prosperity. Health without God is not exactly uh, conducive to our spiritual health, for example. So we want to say that there are exceptions. And, you know, if you want to see such exceptions, just read Proverbs and then read Ecclesiastes. And you see Proverbs give you a, gives you a general wisdom of living the world, but it doesn't promise success or it doesn't promise good standing. And Ecclesiastes shows you all the exceptions. And I think similarly, the use of marijuana, 
even for medicinal purposes, can be stated this way. It's good to avoid pain. It's good to flourish in this world. But at the same time, our heart's intention, we might want to flourish without God. And so in those cases, uh, looking into our heart's intentions uh, is what we want to say uh, when we use uh, anything for medicinal purposes. Uh, let, me, let me pray for us. Lord, help us to discern, to understand. And Lord, we know that you are good. And Lord, we pray that we would look to you in all things. And so Lord, we pray for uh, um, these topics, Lord, as we continue to share and discuss. We pray for your spirit to be upon us. Lord, be with our church. Lord, may we be people of the word. May we hear the word and, 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 and really uh, submit to it. And thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that concludes our time, and we thank you for tuning in. Please email any questions or feedback at podcast at We would love to hear how you have been encouraged and blessed. Until next time.